that middle interview. To speak of a legend is to speak of a death metal legend like Terry Butler, who is our guest uh, for today's show, today's episode. And Mr. Butler uh, is currently uh, the bass player for Obituary, the Florida Legends, uh, the Tardy Brothers, and Mr. Trevor Perez of Obituary. And Terry uh, is playing with them for a couple of years now. And uh, he also has another band by the name of Inhuman Condition. And Inhuman Condition, um, they have a video out there, a music video by the name of Tarantula. And I'm going to play it for you guys. So here is some Inhuman Condition. And let's check out Mr. Terry Butler on bass with Inhuman Condition. Tarantula, enjoy.
metal thrashing mad as anthrax says it in their song this is just mad shit this is sick shit awesome awesome shit in my eyes as a metalhead and as a death metal fanatic this is some awesome stuff so uh mr terry butler that's his uh his new his new baby you know that's his new uh project uh in human condition so check it out guys it's uh, available it's available on uh you know digital uh, formats and uh, also on youtube so check it out in human condition tarantula but tarantula is spelled with a y t-y-r-a-n-t-u-l-a so tarantula anyways uh mr butler has been a part of uh, six feet under with mr chris barnes and he has been a part of death yes ladies and gentlemen he was there uh from uh the leprosy era i believe uh, if i'm correct um he talks about it right now in the interview so uh, he was there through a couple of years and uh, mr butler was part of obituary six feet under uh death and of course the legendary massacre and uh, he'll talk about that story and uh, a bunch of other stories and uh uh, different uh problems you know problems that people have musicians have uh, throughout uh, a musician's career and so anyways uh let's talk in here let's check it out man let's go with uh terry butler of obituary here it is enjoy everyone knows you're a death metal pioneer a legend in the world of death metal you know um the, your career speaks for itself uh, congrats on that man thank you <laughs> how does it feel uh i mean you were there from the beginning of death metal, you know, when the clock started ticking for death metal, you yeah. were there, you were there, how does this feel? Uh, it feels cool, I mean, to, to see something start from its infancy and, you know, take off where it is now, I mean, I, you know, listening to metal before Metallica was even out there, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it shows my age, but, you know, so I've been there for kind of the beginning of this whole movement, even all the different genres of metal, but definitely for death metal, you know. And let's go back to the beginning. Uh, I understand you were at all the massacre rehearsals before you were in the band. Uh, yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that time. What year was this? Uh, it's like eighty forty five. Uh, my best friend at the time, Bill Andrews, he uh, formed a massacre with Alan West, and I mean, this was like in its infancy, so there was like, you know, just playing some cover songs. But I was there from day one, um, and uh, just helping out, you know roadieing just being there as a friend you know and uh i mean they're practicing in bill's bedroom that's how early this was <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know just through a different few band members and uh you know then um they played some shows and then word came around that cam had moved to brandon so bill's like you know I, we all knew what who mantis were and and, and death were so yeah bill's like oh, i'd like to get him to sing in our band that'd be great you know i want him to sing in massacre so just kind of contacted him and started hanging out with him and he you know joined massacre and uh it was 85 late 85 and uh they did that first demo it was cam bill um alan west and mike borders wow and uh i was there for that too in the recordings just sitting there watching <laughs> wow what an honor man Needless to say, I knew all the songs by heart and everything, but, uh, you know, so when it was my chance to step in, I, I was, I knew the songs and was able to do it, you know. So, uh, you're not a part of Massacre anymore, or is this in the past? Or? No. Massacre, unfortunately, from day one, for whatever reasons, there's always been a lot of drama and turmoil, 
And uh, there's a lot of common denominators to that, but I'm not going to get into that right now. You could probably read between the lines and know what that is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, like, in, you know, Massacre in 1992 or early 93 was basically dead. band was no more. Okay. Uh, fast forward, I mean, they, they recorded that Promise album, but that, to me, is not even in canon of Massacre. I mean, it's not even, to me, part of Massacre because... They did it without Bill's permission. It was Bill's band, and they did it behind his back, and and, and all that. I mean, whatever. It, it you know, and Eric buried that. It didn't come out until like three years after they recorded it. But anyhow, uh, and I think around 2011, um, Rick Ross was on my Facebook as a friend on my Facebook, and I posted a video of Massacre in Europe from like '92, and I just said, "Too bad we didn't do more than a couple albums," you know. Uh-huh. So then Rick contacted me and said, hey, uh, you into jamming? You want to jam some of these songs? I got a drummer. And I was like, sure, why not? Because the 20th anniversary of From Beyond was coming up. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like that same year. So we, we had an idea. Let's, um, you know, let's find a singer and let's do a tour um, for the 20th anniversary of From Beyond. Because at that point, Cam was out of the picture. I mean, he was toxic to everyone. You know, him and Rick burned their bridges many times, and then he burnt bridges with me, so he wasn't even in the mix. So we did find a singer, uh, Ed Webb, from from Tampa. He was in Diabolic, Generic Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we didn't get to do the 20th anniversary tour. That kind of fell apart, but out of that, we started writing new songs. And, uh, you know... We just touring, got signed. I mean, we did some shows, like the 70,000, you know, tons of metal crews, went to South America a few times. And then we, we put out that album, Back From Beyond. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, Century Media signed us. Century Media saw us on the, on the cruise, and they signed us right off the bat, because, I mean, we were good, you know, we were tight. Nice. Songs were, songs were heavy, so they signed us. It's like, wow, you know, this band was dead, completely dead and buried a year ago. And now we're signed to Century Media. Wow. And uh, it lasted like two years. It fell apart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we, we got we got on a tour with Death to Wall, opening for Death to Wall in the obituary. And that tour, it just tore the band apart because some of the some of the people in the band just, just couldn't handle the tour and, and they were a little too arrogant and I guess they wanted too much too yeah. quickly and, and I told them they got we gotta take baby steps right now. I mean like I said, look, a year and a half ago, we weren't even a band. Now we've got an album out. Now we're on a tour. We had another tour lined up in Europe, and it just all fell apart. So, Wow. But, uh, you know, in hindsight, I'm kind of glad. I, I didn't want it to end that way. I wish it would have ended amicably, but it got to be where, I mean, obituary is getting so busy that, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, just try and look, I just try and look back and see that, you know, I would have been on the road a lot more with obituary than massacre, but I mean everyone knew that going into it. But um, long story short, no, I'm not in massacre anymore. I, uh, Ed Webb and myself, I mean the band broke up. You know, I called, I called it that it ended. You know, I called Rick and told him. I called Mike, the drummer, and told him it's over. Yeah. But uh, you know, they did their own thing for a little bit, and then Cam got back involved, which I could not believe that, <laughs> considering how much him and Rick hated each other. And how much shit Cam talked about Massacre. Wow. 
But I guess once he had nothing to do, nothing to fall back on, he figured I better get Massacre going in. So they're calling it Massacre X, which I didn't give a shit, whatever. Okay. Um, but as usual, that fell apart, you know. Um, yeah. They couldn't handle each other, and, and, and somehow Cam kicked Mike and Rick out of Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so, yeah, I haven't been involved with Massacre like that since, like, 2015. Yeah. Wow, talk about drama. A lot of drama, huh? Wow. Uh, there's, yeah, there's even a lot more, but I mean, it's, you know, yeah. but that's the gist of it. So, I mean, you know, I uh, I gave it my all when yeah. we got back together, like in 2011, and, um, you know, put everything out there on the line, and uh, yeah. it just fell apart, you know. Mm-hmm. It just got shit on and fell apart. So, I just hope the parties that did what they did have time to re- have reflected on the shit they did. And, yeah. It ruined it. So, but oh, well, sorry to hear that. that. <laughs> sorry to hear that. All right, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah well, I'm you, in a good place. Yeah. I was always in a good place. It just sucks that that the yeah, way yeah. it happened and went down. So, well, there's a, a lot of good music that Massacre uh, left for the fans. So, you know, thanks for that. You know, oh, yeah. Uh, um, two, two good albums and an EP. You know, I mean, that's yeah. No, back back in the '80s, uh, some people know this this story. Some don't. Uh, you and some of the Massacre guys joined Chuck from Death. Uh, yeah. How did that happen? And uh, I mean, what an honor again, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, we here in, in Tampa and Brandon, we knew all about Mantis and Death. I mean, you know, I, I, I saw Mantis, the first time I met Chuck, um, he was walking around with a Ziploc bag full of Mantis demo tapes, the first, you know, and um, this yeah. was like 84 at the Nasty Savage concert. Wow. I the demo from him, and we talked a little bit, you know, and and then, uh, you know, Massacre formed, and Cam was in Massacre, then Rick was in Massacre, so we knew all, and we uh, we knew the death demos, you know, we, through the underground, we tape traded and got the death demos and all that, so we're very familiar with Mantis and Death, you know, and then Rick and Cam were in the band, so the connection to Death was there, you know. Uh-huh. So, um, one day in 86, kind of late 86, or early 87, yeah, it was early 87, there was a Megadeth concert here, um, and Massacre was supposed to open, but we got bumped off the bill at the last second by some band that Megadeth also was on the, the same management. I think they were called the Necros or something. Okay. So we were all at the show anyhow, hanging out, and Rick bumped into a dude that knew Chuck as well, and he told Rick, hey, Chuck's back in town. His, uh... He moved back from San Francisco, you know. So Rick started thinking, and he went over to Rick, uh, Chuck's house and said, Hey, what's up, man? You know, I heard you moved back here, and you got no band. Um, but what do you say if we kind of try out? And if it sounds cool, then kind of, then you have a band, you know? Yeah. So Rick, Rick, Bill, and myself, we went to Orlando, and we jammed on some of the songs that are on Scream Brother Gore, and it sounded great. So Chuck was very impressed. He's like, this sounds great. Hell yeah. So for the first time, Death had like an official legitimate band, uh-huh. you know, that they could go on the road and tour with. So we immediately started rehearsing, and about a month after we got together, we played our first show. I think it was the Milwaukee Metal Fest was our first show together as a band. The first one, like in 87, yeah. So, so yeah, we, you know, we joined. So Massacre was kind of put on hold or disbanded, whatever you want to call it, you know. Yeah. For a few, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And we, uh, 
you know, we, we, we toured for Scream by the Gore. We went on tour for that and came back and so rehearsing and, you know, wrote Leprosy, recorded Leprosy. Then we did two tours for Leprosy in the States. We did a tour in Europe for Leprosy. And then Rick was out of the band. He was, he was removed from the band. And then um, James Murphy came in and we wrote Spiritual Healing. Oh, yeah. And we did, yeah, we did, a, did two tours in the States for Spiritual Healing and we did a tour in Europe. And then Bill and I went back and did Massacre. That's when we recorded From Beyond and did some touring. And we recorded uh, In Human Condition EP and did some touring for that. And then that was it. Massacre flamed out again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I kind of did a sidestep. And, and fortunately, you know, I just stepped right into Six Feet Under. as You know, and right at the beginning of that band, it was just starting, you know, Alan West was had written most of the songs for Haunted and he was jamming with Greg Gall, my brother-in-law, and they invited me over to jam and I was stayed in the band for 16 years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You've had an awesome career. Wow. All the, all the bands been, are, are, all the bands know, are great. I've been fortunate, you know, and, and, uh, and, you know, uh, it's, it's been a good ride so far. How is it working with, uh, Chris Barnes? Well, it was fine. It just kind of, um, fell apart towards the end for me i mean it just kind of we stopped touring a lot and uh we would just do a handful of shows in europe and it just it got to be where it was just just not my heart wasn't in it you know and uh luckily uh john carney called me up from obituary and said hey um frank watkins has been kicked out of the band uh-huh. and we would like you to come and play some shows that we already have committed to and i said sure so that was 2010 in February, and then 2011 February, uh, I, Greg and I, the drummer, quit Six Feet Under, and I called John. I was like, "Well, if you would like to have me, I want to offer my services full time." And he's like, "Hell yeah!" So there you go. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're in the right uh, the right city. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know, there's a lot of a lot of people around here that have been in bands and are in bands, so it definitely helped out. Uh, can you give us an update on uh, Denial Fiend? Is this still active or? Well, it's still active. There's a heartbeat. It's a faint one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the guitar player Sam. It's his band, and he's he's really super busy with his other projects, like Down by Law, and uh, he does this kind of um, thing. Uh, it's like um, it's hard to describe, like haunted surfer music, kind of. Uh-huh. So he's real busy, and uh, I'm busy, so it's just like, I mean, we would like to get back to it and do another album, maybe in the future, but right now it's just kind of, it's a spinning animation. <laughs> That's some good music right there. It, awesome music. Yeah, I like it. It's just kind of the, the now fiends and cryogenics right now. Hopefully it will be thought out at some point. So uh, uh, how about uh, in human condition? What is that for people that don't know? Okay, um, this also has like some roots growing from the massacre tree kind of oh. some drama so <laughs> <laughs> okay well uh, here's the story with that okay um when cam was able uh, well, i don't know how it happened i don't even care he, he kicked rick and he kicked rick and mike out of the band and um taylor norberg and jeremy Kling from the absence stepped in uh to play guitar and drums you know for massacre so they joined the massacre as well Okay. And they played like three shows, three or four shows, I think. And um, I think Jeremy's like, hey, uh, 
what do you think about writing some new master music? You know, all these old songs are killer, but that's all we're playing is old songs. What about some new songs? So I guess Cam said, sure, write, write some stuff. So they wrote 14 songs. And um, oh. they, I think they rehearsed a few of the songs, and they played a song or two live from those 14 songs. And then shit hit the fan. Um, you know, as usual, Cam style. It, um, he ruined everything, basically. Wow. And, uh, so Jeremy and Taylor, that's their songs, obviously, they wrote them. They decided, hey, these are killer songs, let's just record them. And so I, um, I made a comment on one of their posts one day, and um, Jeremy contacted me and said, hey, would you mind, what do you think about putting bass on these songs? And I said, hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, I just thought it would be cool to um, do another little, you know, side project thing. And also with the history of what was going on with those two dudes getting kind of fucked over <laughs> and what went down with me in Massacre, I just thought it would be kind of cool to do this, you know? Yeah. And um, so I recorded the bass. Um, we put the out, al- you know, the album's mixed. It's mastered. It's getting released June 4th. Oh, wow. We played our first, we played our first show last week with Deicide. Here in uh, Newport Ritchie, right near Tampa. That's right, yeah. And the, yeah, the songs are killer. I mean, obviously, they sound like Death and Massacre uh, because Jeremy and Taylor were writing the songs for Massacre, so they took into account what From Beyond sounds like and what like Leprosy and Spiritual Healing sound like. Yeah. So they kind of made the songs in that vein. And they're killer. They're killer death metal thrash, thrash songs are great. You know, they're all about four minutes long, not too long, just in your face, just good, catchy shit. Wow. And it just it's just taken off. Like, every day, something killer happens with the band. Like, we got, like, you know, seven or eight countries that are going to put the CD out. We're doing nice. it all on our own. Uh, we got killer artwork. Um, it's just a great vibe to the band. Wow. And, yeah, we're moving forward, uh, you know, with it, and, and whatever comes happens. I mean, obviously, Jeremy, Jeremy's also in Venom Inc. That's, okay. You know, yeah, he's the drummer in Venom Inc. And I'm a massacre, so it's, you know, it's kind of known. And they also have the absence that whatever we can fit in human condition in somewhere, as far as playing shows and touring, we will do that. Wow, looking forward to that. Well, wow, that's very cool. Cool. Yeah, and we're going to, I think tomorrow, we're going to put a song out. We're going to put the first video out from, from the album. So it'll hit worldwide. People will be able to hear the whole song. Because we put a teaser out like two weeks ago of like 40 seconds, you know, of yeah. the song or 30 seconds. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's whatever happens, happens. It's a cool thing. And, and, and uh, you know. How was that uh, How was that gig with D-Side? Was that, uh, I heard it was packed, but I wasn't there, of course. Yeah, it was a good show. It was a good first show for us. And it was good for the area, and it, and, and it was a great feeling because, you know, it's been a year since anyone's played any kind of shows around here at all. So um, getting together and playing like that and seeing a bunch of people you haven't seen in a while, it felt cool. It was a good show, you know, and um, we sounded good, uh, and um, it was exciting, definitely. Oh, I saw the, the obituary live streams. Uh, what a treat for us fans, you know. Thank you, guys. Uh, so it, are there any... Other plans for other live streams with obituary? Um, there's a possibility uh, sometime in the you know 
maybe towards the end of the year or whatever. Um, we're kind of just seeing what plays out. I mean, we kind of started scheduling tours in August, but those are just kind of penciled in, you know, because mm-hmm. it's up to the local governments, I guess, to say, okay, you guys can go on tour, you know. Um, yeah. But we, we do it in our own studio, and everything's already set up for that, so it doesn't take a whole lot of effort for us to do the live streams. Um, so you never know. We, we might We might bust out another live stream. But those were very fun to do, and I know that people want to see live shows. I get it, you know. But right now, all we can do is this, and, you know, if you want to turn on your TV and just watch us goof around and play some music for an hour, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, that was cool, yeah. yeah. So so how how is it working with the, the Tardy Brothers and the, the obituary camp? How is that going so far? Oh, it's great. I mean, I, I, I've known those guys since 84, you know, so... They've lived near me my whole life. I've known them forever. And the whole time I was in Death and Massacre and Six Feet Under, we all, we still hung out together and partied and, and everything. We'd go to each other's houses and have parties and all that stuff. So wow. it was an easy, easy, you know, like Trevor, Trevor, John, and Donald are amazing people. And so, so cool to be in a band with. I mean, it's, it's so relaxed and everyone has an opinion. Everyone's equal. And, you know, and, um, and Ken, Ken Andrews, He's been in the band now for a while, and he's an amazing guitar player. Yeah. Cool dude. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's just great right now. Um, we have fun constantly. So, I mean, that's what it's all about, you know, uh, just having a good time and, and playing some good music for people. So what uh, what music or what bands do you listen to when you're not, you're not playing an instrument? Uh, what's on your playlist? Um, well, uh, I'm a child of the 70s and 80s, so, I mean, I listen to a lot of UFO, Thin yeah. Lizzy, yeah. Uriah, Uriah Heep, Scorpions, but I also love the 80s metal, you know, Merciful Fate, Venom, Angel Witch, yeah. Raven, um, Sabotage, you know, just all that stuff. Awesome. I like the classic death metal too, I mean, you know, Autopsy, Possessed. Awesome. You know, all that stuff is still, I still listen to all that stuff. Um, for musicians uh, asking, uh, what what kind, uh, can you speak of your equipment? Uh, what do you use live? What do you use in studio? Um, live in the studio for a long time now, uh, probably for um, close to 30 years now, I use Ampeg cabinets, 810 Ampeg SVT2 Pro head. It's an older head that I got in 87. Um, I still use that today. That's what I record with. Um, nice. I have a couple different bases. I have an old Charvel neck through. EMG pickups, and I have a, a Grossman. Uh, it's a guy out of Romania. He, he made me a guitar uh, about five or six years ago. And, uh, they just sound great live. I, I run through some various different distortions and crank it up, and I, I like it crunchy and grindy, but not fuzzy, yeah. but also with some bottom end, you know, so. Any advice you can give uh, to up-and-coming bands, uh, newer bands, if you will? Well, I mean, uh, just just try and play as much as you can, even if it's in your garage for some friends or at someone's party or anywhere. Just try and get on a show and play. Because the more you play, the more you get out there and and, and do your instrument and rehearse, you're going to get better at it. You know, that's the hope. You know, so don't be afraid to fail at first, because everyone does. You know, you're going to no one. Pick, I mean, very few people probably picked up a guitar the first time and started shredding like Ingvar Malmsteen. I mean. You know, <laughs> you gotta work. You gotta work up to it. You gotta 
you know. Right. So, so just, you know, find some people like-minded that want to play the same music you do and just don't be afraid to get out there and make noise. That noise will eventually turn into songs and, and hopefully you can get out and play live and, and you know. Nice. Um, practice, practice, practice. <laughs> exactly. That's the name of the game, practice. Uh, well, what's yeah. next What's next for yourself, for Terry Butler? Uh, what can fans expect next? Well, um, we've got a lot of stuff lined up. Just waiting for this pandemic to, to get over or get to where we can play some shows. Victory is writing music right now, so hopefully later this year we'll have an album coming out. Um, in, in human condition, That album's going to drop in about a month, June nice. 4th. Uh, we got some videos we're going to sprinkle across the next month, two or three videos that you can see and get a taste of the album. And um, that's the music side of things. Uh, I'm, I got some grandkids that live with me that I like to, you know, hang with them as much as I can. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. You got to make family time. 10 and 12, yeah, 10 and 12 years old, so it's a cool age, you know. Watch them play video games and watch cool movies with them and stuff. There you go, family time. Cool. Yeah, definitely. So Terry Butler is a family man. Very cool. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm in Texas and uh, there's a lot of uh, people are judgmental. You know, you play death metal. You know, you're going to hell and oh, you know. Yeah. So that's oh, cool. Yeah, I know. People, yeah. you're you're just a regular person that has a family and wow. Of course. Very cool. I'm a father. I'm a grandfather. Um, you know, I'm a death metal bassist. Um, I don't eat children or <laughs> burn churches I'm a normal person I just like heavy extreme music you know very cool uh, can you give us your best gig and your worst gig oh man best gig well the ultimate revenge 2 show we did was amazing and death um, that's hard to top but all the shows we just did with Slayer well we did in 2018 we opened for Slayer in Europe Nice. Uh, those were absolutely incredible. So, I don't know. I might have to run with the Ultimate Revenge 2 taping. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, worst show. Oh, man. Um, God. Um, I mean, there was a few shows in death where we played like two songs and we had to stop because the crowd was destroying the place. In Houston, actually, we played in 1990. And I think about two songs in, the place just went absolutely nuts and almost... They just tore the place apart. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, there's... Most of the gigs are always cool, but there's a few that like that when I remember. Um, of course, you you know, I've played the odd show here and there where there's like six people standing in the audience, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It happens, yeah. Uh, sometimes it's bad publicity or it's just a bad night or I don't know, just... The stars didn't line up for that day or something, but but uh, awesome worst show. I guess I'll have to say that Houston show was pretty bad. So. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Would you like to send a message to your fans listening to this podcast? Uh, I would like to say uh, thank you for the support over the years, and um, it's been an honor to play shows for you. And this pandemic will be over soon, and hopefully, I can get out and play some more shows for you. Thank you. Well, thank you uh, for making time, Terry. Uh, we appreciate it, sincerely. Thank you. Well, uh, keep rocking, man, and we'll see you in Texas soon, hopefully. Okay, uh, thank you. A true honor of mine to have spent some time talking uh, with a living legend like Terry Butler, who, uh, as we talked about it, 
he was there from the inception of death metal and uh, he was there uh, with mr chuck schuldner of death may he rest in peace he was there during the leprosy spiritual healing years you know uh he did several tours with uh with chuck and the band so talk about being there from the start man and before that you know he was a part of massacre you know before before he joined death of course so anyways you guys heard uh, his stories and uh, his uh, different uh, adventures on the road and this and that. So we hope you guys enjoy that and uh, go ahead and support uh, Mr. Butler's uh, new project in human condition as well as obituary, his current uh, home. You know, he's been with them for uh, several years now. So uh, support all of uh, Mr. Butler's uh, projects, you know, since he's not a member of Massacre anymore. Uh, Massacre left the... Uh, several badass cds and you know albums out there so they're out there for you guys to stream so so they left us some pretty full plates out there for us for us metalheads so anyways uh, we thank you guys and uh don't forget to subscribe and ring the bell if you guys like what you heard and our interviews keep going and going so we got more guests coming up so uh tune in and uh, uh keep your eye out so don't forget to keep it metal <laughs>